Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey everybody, what's up? This is Mike Jones. Uh, welcome to Jones and Friends. Uh, I know that you just heard the normal intro music for Dinner for a Dessert, but uh, we're doing things a little differently this week. Um, I really, I can't believe that my co-hosts are letting me speak this much. It's the first time ever. And uh, I'm really kind of happy about it. I'm kind of sad about it too. Um, I just want to start the show off by addressing the whole audience which I've never really done before, and I would like to express my appreciation for most of you. But there's one of you that I really can't stand. I really just, I can't take you. And, uh, well, maybe I won't tell you exactly who you are just yet. Maybe I'll hold that on till the, till somewhere in the middle of the show. Uh, I would also like to let everyone know that I'm uh, very, very tired. I'm a tired young boy. I went to uh, work for the last 119 hours straight which is kind of weird because that doesn't really fit into a 24-hour day. <laughs> but that's how long it was. It was really, really long. I work for a uh, major metropolitan police department, and uh, I was doing a lot of police work last night. And at one point, I just said, oh, boy, am I tired. <laughs> <laughs> and I took a little napski. But then I drank some uh, Red Bull, and I'm good now. So uh, we, we had a lot of feedback uh, oh, come into go- the... He's going to the feedback <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be an 11-minute show. <laughs> we, had <a> lot of <laughs> we had a lot of feedback come into us on uh, Instagram over the last couple weeks, uh, which we've been kind of... Wait, are we going to the feedback loop right now? Because we've got to play the song. No, want- no, no. Not the feedback loop yet. Oh. Um, I'm just acknowledging a couple of things. Oh, you're, oh, you're still on the intro, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Con- continue. <laughs> yeah, we just had, we had a lot of great feedback come from most of the listeners. There's just one of you that I really can't stand, but I, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence about even letting you know who you are. Are they banned from giving feedback? No. I, in fact, I hope that they keep doing it. <laughs> will you read their feedback or will you omit it on the air? No, no. I, I would never, ever, ever hold back from reading a, a good quality piece of, of wonderful, wonderful... <laughs> Mediocre feedback? <laughs> Their their thoughts and opinions are just as valid as mine are, even though I'm the guy with the microphone. Yeah. I'm flying solo today, guys. I can't believe this. This is three minutes. This is the longest I've ever gone without saying a word. <laughs> this is <laughs> the open the show. <laughs> it's a record. It's also the most I've ever heard Jones speak in my entire friendship with him. Yeah, like even off air, like he doesn't speak no, that much. What a beautiful voice. So angelic. <laughs> so like, I don't want to talk because it just sounds so like it, my voice is like nails on a chalkboard next to his. I, I've really, uh, over the years, I've figured out that um, the way I work best is peppered in in small doses. Because the longer you let me do this, the worse this show's going to be. <laughs> or maybe it'll be good. I don't know. Let's find out. Today's the day. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're following your lead, dude. All right. You're the head honcho today. What's this episode about? This episode, uh, it's about movies and books and TV shows. <laughs> um, hey, Jonesy. Yes. I just want to tell you mm-hmm. that um, my favorite thing to ever happen to me in the year of 2019 was the recommendation song that you wrote. 
and it's uh, a it's a good song. It's it's pretty high quality. I think there's a lot of other good pieces of music that I've added to the show lately too, though. Yeah, but they they they're not they're not the recommendation song. There's there's just two different tiers of amazing. And I think for Christmas, um, me and Eric were thinking about it over the last couple of weeks. Like, what is the best Christmas present that Jonesy could get us? And it's um, it's unanimous. We want you to sing the recommendation song live to us right now. Can you do that for us? Was when I sing, we got you uh, reverb. There's natural reverb on my voice when I sing. Can you sing it for us live? This is the part of our show where we recommend things to you. Oh, yeah. We have to prove that it's live. So, like, can I just throw out random things for you to throw in so people know it's live? <laughs> sure. Okay. Um,. Can you recommend an air fryer this time? Like, uh, what's, how's it go again? We could do anything. Instead of movies or books and TV shows, can you add the word air fryer and Instapot in there? I could recommend anything. Movies or books or air fryers or TV shows. All right, that was the proof that we needed. All right, continue. <laughs> <laughs> Or things we bought from Amazon.com. Layla. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the end of the song? Yeah, it usually ends with a saxophone. Oh, that's right. (laughs) That was beautiful. That was so good. I'm taking that reverb off. (laughs) Was that that not the best Christmas present you could get? That's exactly what I wanted. Thank you, Jonesy. You're welcome. I sang it out of key just for you guys. <laughs> I think it sounded mint. Don't worry. We'll fix it in post. Oh, my God. Auto-tune? Yeah, we'll auto-tune. <laughs> We're the world's first auto-tune podcast. Do you think that's why he's called Post Malone? Because he always does everything in post-production? No, because... I, I think that his uh, dad made uh, sugar smacks. That's possible. Post-cereals. Guys get it? <laughs> I think I, I got the cereal joke. Um... I don't know where to go from here, because <laughs> uh, I'm not allowed. To, <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's almost Christmas. It's almost Christmas. I'm so excited. Are you? I am. Yeah. I love yeah. Christmas. You have kids. It's cool. My daughter's at the age. Well, both of my kids now are at the age where Christmas is fun. It wasn't fun like the first couple couple years because you try to pretend. Like, they know what's happening, but they don't know what's happening. Like, when you have to open their gifts for them? Yeah, like, you hand them the present, and they just stare at it, the box, and you're like, yeah, take the wrapping off. They just look at you, you're like, ah, fine, I'll do it. And then all they do is play with the wrapper. So your son finally acknowledged my existence in a positive way today. How'd he do that? He handed me a red and a green marker. Wow, Christmas colors, too. And then he ran around your your house and then came back and took them again. Yeah, that sounds good. But the fact that he didn't run away screaming when he saw me was awesome. That's a big sign. It's a big sign. And then he saw Jones and tried to run out of your sliding doors onto your back deck. He tried to leave the house. <laughs> yeah, for, for reference, how old is he now? He's like one? 18 months. Okay. like So markedly not one? Yes. <laughs> 50%. He's like a half old, over that. Yeah, he's 50% <laughs> older than you thought he was. I'm, I'm wildly wrong. If I were to hold that same standard to any other age, I'd be completely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like, what is he, 36? No, he's 48. He's like, what? <laughs> Like I don't know dumb. if that math was right. I did it in my head. Wouldn't that be 36 and 36 and a half? No. No, because no, proportionally. It'd be, it'd be exponential. So it'd, like, it'd be like double almost. It's like if you said that someone was 20, but they were really 30. Oh, we're talking about the 50% part. 
No, wait. If you said there were 20, but they were really... Yeah, 30. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I work in banking. Did Riv- you guys know rivet- that? Riveting. <laughs> How old is- this is great radio right here. How old is your son? Oh, he's seven. Oh, I thought he was 91. <laughs> <laughs> My brain hurts. <laughs> we have so much stuff to get through today. We do. We have a lot. A lot. There was so much like feedback and questions answered and like social media response this week on Instagram. It was absolutely bananas. We actually have to cut a couple of segments. Like That's how much stuff we have. Did we cut the guy that I don't like? Um, we'll find how'd out. You know, it's not a guy. It's a girl, actually. Oh, we've just played Guess Who and narrowed it down. It's a female. We just knocked over like six of those little flippy plastic deals. <laughs> what do you call those? Windows? Doors? Do you know when they did the Guess Who commercials at first and all the pieces spoke? Right? They like were animated and they spoke. Yeah. There was a lot like a, a class lawsuit. action yep. lawsuit and they had to change the commercial. Um, after the settlement, uh, to s- I'm not gonna lie. I got it thinking they spoke. So everyone did, man. That's like once you got it, you're like, this is it. This game's stupid. Um, so. It's still kind of effed. I was cool with it. Yeah, it did. It effed. <laughs> I do like Guess Who a lot, but it, it kind of gets to the point where it's like you, you can memorize exactly who's who. Totally. Oh, you're Charles. I, I knew that. Yeah, you can just I, guess it from the first move. Yeah. You guys want to play Guess Who on the air? <laughs> That's riveting stuff. That's riveting radio. Oh, we'll put a camera up. We'll get a GoPro. If we're going to do anything, we should do Battleship. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Because I think people could follow along. Totally. Because if you're like B9. Totally. Like, they could like draw it on there. Yeah, everybody marks at home. Oh, oh my, my God. God. We could also do bingo on the air. We could. You know what <laughs> fan I, bingo. Fan bingo. You guys know what I, I was in Is a, it, If there's no website called fanbingo.com, we need to do it. <laughs> also, I'm cognizant that I just interrupted Jonesy. So I'm going to stop talking. Jonesy, what were you going to say? I was in Bed Bath & Beyond the other day, and they had a little uh, game section. And they had, instead of Battleship, they had Battle Shots. Oh, yeah. Tell Ooh. us more. So, like, you would guess your number, you know, and instead of putting a peg into a ship, you would take the shot that would have landed the, the hit. Okay. So, instead of pegging, you're shooting? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. <laughs> and then the game, it actually says that you should be shooting Drambui. Dra- Why? No, that's, <laughs> that's in the rules. It's why not, would you do that? That's in the rules, though. I don't know why. Oh, man. So, one thing I wanted to talk about... Um, uh, from last week, I want to uh, I want to say I had so much fun last week. I think, but I don't remember it because I was so jet lagged that I have no recollection of uh, of the ep- of doing the episode. Is that weird? Maybe. Yeah. No. I don't know. I'm convinced you were on drugs, but we'll save that for the feedback no, loop. <laughs> okay. You want to just go into the feedback loop? Yeah. All right. Hit it. Wow, we're we're professionals. Top Jones, you're really good at stuff. Yeah, there are some times that I'm all right. <laughs> the music and the production pieces you make always seem to make me warm up on inside. I have such a cold heart, and that's like one of the only things that gets through it. It's really true. It's really true. Uh, I told Eric that he had a heart of gold this morning, and he actually was offended. <laughs> He's like, "Don't you dare say that! Never say that again." When I when I make those little pieces of music, like the only criteria I have is that if I listen to it like twelve times in a row, by the twelfth time, if I'm not sick of it, then I'm like, all right, that's the one. Yeah, like we're cool. You've done some good stuff. Also, this is my first time looking at the actual length of the feedback section. Holy shnikes! It's gonna take us like an hour and a half to get through. We, we got a lot of feedback. Um, 
I'm going to kick this one off from Mike Arnone. Guys, I just want to say, say this. Pomp stole the show on the last step, whether on purpose or accidental. However, <laughs> amongst us girls, I need to know, Pomp, on a scale of one to Stony Baloney, you at times seemed like a 12. <laughs> <laughs> I was not on any type of drug. I was drinking whiskey, though. Yeah, but only one. Yeah. We had a Manhattan. I was... So, I had flown back. I was... I was... I flew back from LA and did the red eye and then had all day to like do normal life stuff. And then we did the episode. So I really didn't sleep the night before. So I was on like, I was in sleepover giggle mode. You know what I mean? Like my brain was just fried, but I was also sipping on whiskey, which is not a good, uh, good combo. So, um, it was not, uh, drug induced. It was, uh, sleep deprivation so i'm glad you enjoyed it because i thought i was gonna get fired from the show there was a good like 30 minutes where i could not figure out that soundboard thing and i'm never doing that again so but thank you guys thank you guys for 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 appreciating me even in my worst i just um, i want to know if the audience thought that that was was as funny as i thought it was yeah same because <laughs> i got to explain to the audience i'll pull back the curtain a little bit like the orientation of the room is that erica sitting in the chair on the other side of the room and myself and Pomp are on the same couch. We always sit in the same places. So I can see Pomp's iPad like pretty well throughout the course of the show. And just like the, the hesitation with the finger on like, oh, where does this go? <laughs> like I, w- I was dying inside. I was d- oh, man, that was really. And then in the middle of, of him being out of it, when the iPad froze, it was even better. <laughs> like, why would it just freeze? It never freezes. It never freezes ever, ever, except for when we're live on the air, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and like you forgetting that we had intro songs and things and like us two just staring at you and you were like just lollygagging like looking around the room no idea that was my favorite I, every time like i would look over and eric would be giving me that look like the dude like the come on do it like and i'm like I, do what i don't know what i'm supposed to do right now uh, and, have, then, and then ju- when i tried to explain my hot dog sandwich <laughs> Yeah, that was incredible. <laughs> but you know, you guys know what I meant now, right? I mean, you left like half of your thing out. So literally, first you got to half it and then slice it. You know, anyway, I have to jump ahead to my own feedback because I wrote jet lag pomp is an amazing person. I kind of wish we could afford to fly him back and forth to L.A. before every show. <laughs> <laughs> if we could afford that, I would definitely do that. Um, that would be fantastic. Everyone like I don't know if other people like flying. I, I all of a sudden love flying. Oh, I hate it so much. Especially by myself, it's great. I just zone out and uh, and um, oh, uh, I, I love it. Watch man. stuff on my fo- on my phone. Yeah, I love flying. Especially you just zoned out on that sentence. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! The jet lag comes back. Jet lag too. Still like final, and I get to zone out and um and, uh, and zone uh, out zone and um and, uh, and uh, on on my phone. <laughs> so Joe Joe likes to zone out too. I love flying, man. Flying is great because the, the destination is always a place that you want to go to. Almost always. It's true. You know, like, uh, uh, save the times when it's like an like emergency or something. Like, if you're flying for a vacation or, or, or something, like, you're like, oh, cool. Like, I'm walking through the airport. I don't get to be here all the time. Like, I had to go through security, which means I'm super secure now. Like, everyone knows that I don't have weapons, so I can do whatever, you know? That's so true. And then you can get on the plane, and you can watch movies. and Literally all of that's the worst. The only oh. thing that sucks to me is when you have to... Uh, when I travel, I bring like a lap because I'm like a gadget nerd and I know you guys are too. So I bring like a laptop, an iPad, my phone, my watch, right? And like when you go through security, you have to take each of them out and they can't be in the bag. You know what I'm, t- you know what I'm saying? So you have to like 
have like six bins for all your stuff and then you have to take your shoes off too. And then other people are all rushing to get their stuff. So now you're trying to like gather all your stuff out of like six different bins with no shoes on. And then you have to like scurry away and then sometimes they make you take your belt off. That's the only part that sucks. If you if you could skip that part. Just go sweatpants and flippy floppies, bro. And that saves like a chunk of time. That's true. And not have 17 devices. Well, I mean, that saves the belt and the shoes, which are two annoying things. Yeah. The Standing be- and putting your shoes back on sucks. It's the worst. It really it is. sucks. Hey, uh, how, how old were you guys when it was the first time you ever flew on a plane? Seven. Okay. Seven. How about you? Uh, the first time I flew by myself, I was 10. Oh, by yourself? Like no one else? Yeah. And I remember uh, way back when, way before the whole TSA deal, like you could walk right up to the plane. Like there was nothing stopping you from walking right to the gate. Like, like you couldn't get on the plane, but like you could very, very well get right next to it. Yeah, you used to be able to go with people to the gate and like wave them goodbye and then leave the airport. Yeah, and every romantic comedy ever, they usually you know run to stop them at the gate. Always, man. It's like who's gonna let you through? Man? It's a tried and true. Yeah, and now it's like you have to show your ID like four times, and you have to think have things stamped and. Someone has to look at you and mean mug you before they say, ah, you're okay. <laughs> they always mean mug you. Yeah. I think they teach, they teach mean mugging at like TSA school. I they think totally it's to, to see if you get nervous. Like if they mean mug you and you like get sweaty, they're like, oh, he's probably doing something shady. Uh, I, I always have such a hard time because my name is Chris, um, but no my way. license says CJ. And so they do like a quadruple <laughs> take. They're like, what's your name? I'm like, Chris. They're like, your license says CJ. I'm like, yeah, Christopher John. And they look at me. I'm like, what do you want me to tell you? My name was too long to fit on my license. I don't know what to tell you. Did it just take us eight years to say your first name on this show? Oh, crap. Did I just like... <laughs> it's not really name. Chris. <laughs> it's ludicrous. And I'm just kidding. I don't know what that means. But okay, we got so much feedback. We can't... Um, All right, take the next one. We can't, we, we can't dilly-dally. No shenanigans today. All right. So we asked this question a couple weeks ago on Instagram. And the question was, uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? And we got... We had that whole long conversation about it, and I explained that if you cut it into pieces and then put it on a hamburger bun, it's a sandwich. Um, but John Ferrara uh, sent us some feedback and said, a hot dog is a sandwich. He's very adamant about this. And I know this is like an old, uh, you know, this isn't a hot take anymore, but his, at his passion for the, for the answer, I think we needed to, to, to get it on the air. Uh, a hot dog is a sandwich. It's like a wolf is not a dog, but a dog is a form of a wolf. All right, so whatever. Have your own opinion as wrong as it may be about the hot dog being a sandwich. But the wolf and dog one, I got to correct them on. Yeah, they're not the same. Okay. I'm going to read this verbatim from a Nat Geo article. Hit it. Okay? The question is a bit complicated, actually. For years, wolves and dogs were considered separate species. Canis familiaris and Canis lupus. However, more recently, scientists generally agree they are both a subspecies of Canis lupus. Unlike dogs and foxes, wolves and dogs can reproduce, creating the controversial wolf dog. When two animals can create a fertile offspring, they're considered to be of the same species. So they're the same species? Yep. So a wolf is just a kind of dog. That exa- or a dog is a kind of wolf. So that, that example is completely wrong. They're just, that's like saying... It's like saying um, a poodle is a kind of wolf. It's not. They're, they're the just, same species. They're just all, well. They're all just 
They're all just the same species. You mm-hmm. could call it the wolf species or the dog species because they're, that's both the wrong name. They're the all ri- species. The of, right name is Canis lupus. They're all species of Canis lupus. That's it. Okay. Mic drop. I think he probably should have used scotch as a kind of whiskey, but whiskey, not, wait, all scotches <laughs> are whiskeys, but not all whiskeys are scotches. Correct. That would have been a better example. Like, I wouldn't have had to fact check it. Yeah. Like, Grave Digger's a monster truck, but not all monsters. <laughs> <laughs> but not all monster trucks are grave digger. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So we have a new listener. Her name is Carrie. Hi, Carrie. Hi, Carrie. And she said, I legit have too much to say. It's like I'm talking. Like she's like, I'm talking back to the podcast as if you could hear me while she's listening to our show. And that's the dream. That is the dream. If we invoke the desire for you to yell at the, at the radio, then we're doing a good job. 100%. That's also the purpose of this whole segment is to give you guys a voice. Yeah. Except for that one of you that I don't like. (laughs) Okay, so from Rich Dorney, uh, peanut butter M&M's taste like disappointed childhood. Couldn't agree more. You guys are all crazy. Peanut butter M&M's are delicious, but whatever. I'm letting it go. Yeah, on the list of worst candies, they might be on the top end, but they're still worst candies. Uh, Okay, (laughs) the next feedback you should read. (laughs) Uh, This is from Rich Dorney also. Uh, I've come to the realization that Pomp is the Baba Booey of your podcast. <laughs> I'm totally okay with that. Jonesy, how do you feel about that? Uh, you know, when I read this, uh, I, I felt like it was wrong. I feel like it's more like Chris and Eric or Howard and Robin, and I'm more like Fred Norris. Except for today. Today, you're like Howard. And- <laughs> no, I'm a really bad Howard then if that's what's going on. <laughs> but I'm more a Fred where I can like interject where I need to, and you guys kind of carry the show. Meek Bad Howard Junes. Yeah. <laughs> bad, bad Howard Junes. Um, okay, from, let's see, from Jonesy, though. This one's from Jonesy. Uh, I, oh, you read it already. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Jet lag, jet lag Christmas. Jet I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Uh, from, oh, my God. There's another one from Rich Dorney. There is. Is he allowed to have three feedbacks in one episode? Do whatever episode? he wants, bro. We have no rules here. Uh, Pomp totally redeemed himself last week with his Ghostbusters Easter egg reference. Here's the coolest thing about this. Oh, I have no idea what you said. I have no idea what I said either. I had one of those, like, I must have had, like, one of those Will Ferrell in old school. Like, I don't know what, what I've happened. I've been thinking that. about this since I saw him write that, I, and I, I, I was too lazy to go back and listen, but... I have no idea what you said. Well, the moral of the story is I redeem myself. So that's what you all have to remember. Hopefully when he listens, he'll just text us and let us know because I'm curious. I, I, I'm trying to think. The new ghost, we talked about the new Ghostbusters. Yeah. Did I tell you guys about the fact that the mine? Yes. Is that it? Yes. Oh, the mine is called Shandor Mines? Like Evo Shandor? No, yeah. no, no. That's not, that's not what it was. What was it? it the, the little uh, <laughs> Easter egg that you dropped on us was that uh, in the very first Ghostbusters, there was a very young cameo by a very young Chris Farley. Is that true? Yeah. He played uh, Slimer. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I still fall for your crap? The ghost. Uh, the ghost. <laughs> the ghost. <laughs> okay. Oh, another one from oh Jordy. Jesus. I'll take this one. Or, did I take the last one? No. Yeah. I don't know. You do it. All right. This, this is from, uh, this is from uh, longtime fan Rich Dorney. <laughs> the Boba Fett toy never got made into production because of the missile. So the only ones that got made were promos. Super rare. Ah. I don't want to. I don't want to do this right now. But how do, how do you say that guy's name? Boba, Boba Fett. Fett? Oh, that's not what you just said. <laughs> I know. I know. I didn't realize. I was reading. I didn't know what the name was going to be. Yeah. You did say Boba Fett, but whatever. Yeah. 
Robert Fett. I know what his friggin' name is. <laughs> Robert E. Fett. Fett is a weird name when you just say it alone. Fett. Not really. Fett. Fett. Jet. Met. Fett. It all sounds the same. Fett. <laughs> <laughs> this one comes from Blank Man. Uh, did you guys skip Sugar Smacks in the feedback loop? Yes. Yes, we did. All right, so we had this whole thing with uh, cereals a couple of weeks back. Yep. And... I believe it was Brendan who said his favorite cereal was Sugar Smacks, right? I think Blank Man said it. No, I think I think someone said Honey Smacks, right? Because is that what it is now? I honestly have no idea what Sugar Smacks is. I th- I think it's called Honey Smacks. Yeah, so but I, I think Sugar Smacks was the original name, and they switched to Honey or Honey Smacks was original, and then they switched to Sugar Smacks, then they went back to Honey Smacks. I can't imagine anyone saying Sugar Smacks is a better name than Honey Smacks. Me neither. That's like... And we had gone back and we found out that they had changed it somewhere in the 80s, but no one could tell us where exactly in the 80s. Yeah. Because I have no recollection of it ever being called Sugar Smacks. Me neither. Me neither. Like when I Googled it last week or whenever this was, like I saw photographs of old boxes and I was like, oh, well, that must be a thing, but I have no recollection of it being that. And now I'm thinking... Like, am I completely crazy, or was it so early in the 80s that I wouldn't have remembered it? Yeah. It's if, possible that it was in, like, 84 when we were not really eating cereal yet. You know what I mean? Like, if it happened in 82, I would have no recollection of it for a reason. If it happened in 88, like, uh, maybe I got hit in the head a couple times somewhere. I don't know. Or we're just all suffering from the Mandela effect. It's possible. Do, 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 do. Friggin', Either way, friggin' Berenstein Bears all yeah. over again. It really is. Uh, and Mandela's dead or alive? I can't remember now. Well, which one? Because it it could be both. Nelson. Yeah, S- Nelson's, Steve. Nelson's dead, but Steve, like, what other Mandela is there? Judd. Judd Mandela. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Nelson. Oh, Judd Nelson. Oh, wow, I'm an idiot. Judd I'm like Judd Mandela. Mandela. I don't get Judd the joke. Mandela. I don't get the joke, Eric. I'm trying to go along with this. Uh, but I can't, I can't. I just don't see the humor in it. This next piece of feedback comes from Judd Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this one, oh no, you got, Eric has to read this one because it's about me and Jonesy. Oh, I skipped one. <laughs> what is going on? What is right happening now? with you? <laughs> and I don't even have jet lag to blame this week. <laughs> oh, I skipped one. All right. So from Pimpy, an extremely underrated buddy cop action comedy is The Other Guys with Marky Mark and Will Ferrell. He also loves Bad Boys. So we were talking about how Bad Boys is one of like the best like totally. buddy cop like duo ever. Totally. And we're like a month and a half away from the, the newest one, which I can't wait for. I'm super psyched. So The Other Guys was good. Other Guys was good. Put an enjoyable, it, funny movie. Yeah. Enjoyable. Um, not even in this tier at all in my opinion it's like the other guys will be a forgotten movie like our kids are not going to be watching the other guys in 10 years they'll they may watch bad boys on hbo in 10 years that's my that's my two cents i I do agree that it's extremely underrated but even if it were rated correctly it's still under the other ones that we brought up last time yeah yeah bad boys is 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 king it, it, and I t- so I agree with the sentiment. It is a it is definitely underrated. It's definitely a, a, a enjoyable. You flick. watch it, you're gonna laugh. Yeah, just putting it with at the same time as talking about bad boys is probably not. It's like you know, it's like putting me next to you know um, Shaquille O'Neal and trying to claim that I'm tall. You know, 
it's just not good. It's bad time. It's bad time to happen. <laughs> you know? So, you want to read? Now, this is the other one that you have to read because it's about me and Jonesy. The from Pimpy one? Yeah, it's also the... We're still skipping one. What are we skipping? Oh, oh, well, let's do that one next. Okay. Because let's stick to Pimpy. That's right why now. I was so confused because you kept skipping. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> it's a long story. Are you okay? No, not really. <laughs> All right, from Pimpy. More Jones. He spits gold in the few times every episode that Pomp actually allows him to speak. <laughs> so that's what um, sparked the intro today is that... Um, not only did Pimpy say that um, I interrupt Jonesy a lot, but my wife said the same thing, too. She said it like live to us at dinner the other night. She's like, why don't you stop interrupting him? I'm like, yeah. I don't do it on purpose. I was just trying to enjoy a nice barbecued meal, meat meal. And yeah. Kathy's here ripping on us for cutting Jones off. Yeah, she's like, you know, you guys should let him speak more. He's funnier than you both. We're like, we know he's funnier. We have, you know, we don't do it on purpose. We just have, uh, you know. And the best part is I go, oh, you heard uh, the, the joke Jones made in the last episode? She goes. I didn't listen to the last episode yet. <laughs> so she was literally just saying that before you even brought it up last episode. Oh, my God. That just yeah. came off to oh, Kathy's head as just even, a listener of the show and attention payer. That's even funnier. So in 2020, you're going to get a lot more Jones and a lot less pomp. So you guys got what you asked for. Enjoy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait till you see what happens. <laughs> Show's going to go right in the pooper. <laughs> the next one comes from uh, a mystery gram. Just started listening to your podcast. It's pretty good. Oh, that's how you read it. That's why you didn't want to say it because you didn't know. I was like, I don't know how to say it. Amy Sterogram. That's why I was trying to get you to say it because I didn't know how to read the name. I thought her name was <laughs> Amy Sterogram. I thought her name was a- Amy Sterry. And then gr- she just added Graham because it's her Instagram. And so Amy, Amy Sterogram. Amy Sterry <laughs> is a great name, by the way. <laughs> Amy Sterry. But it turns out it's a mystery Graham. And thank you, Jones, for taking that one. I was, I was avoiding it like the plague. And Eric, kept, I was, I was and Eric to- kept calling me out. I'm like, why do you keep calling me out for skipping stuff? I was trying to push it on you because I didn't know how to say it. You're like, you keep skipping one. I'm like, dude. (laughs) I don't know know how to say it. All right. (laughs) Dearest audience, if you knew how hard I was laughing just now. (laughs) That's so funny. A mystery. I can't even say it. A mystery. A mystery gram. A mystery gram. So a mystery gram is one of our newest followers. I really hope her name is Amy Sterry. (laughs) It's definitely Amy. It's got to be. It's Amy Sterogram. Amy. <laughs> Let's just say her name's Amy. <laughs> like, All right, we're just going to call This one's from Amy, who is a Sterogram ear. I don't know how to do this. <laughs> Joan just says, No, that's the best piece of feedback that we've ever read on this show. Thank you, Amy Stereogram. <laughs> did you read it? You didn't even read it yet. <laughs> I said, I did. I just started listening to your podcast. It's pretty good. That's awesome. It's, so, it's pretty good. We, so, we, so this is like, and for the record, um, we have other listeners that we are, are complete strangers. We do. Um, they don't write to us very often, right? So we mostly yeah. get feedback from people we know. And it's like the same uh, group of people. And, you know, that, that group is growing and growing every week, which is amazing. But we rarely hear from like complete strangers. They usually listen incognito and never message us. What's her name? Amy, Amy Stereo. Amy, Amy Stereo wrote to us, um, albeit it wasn't a rave review. <laughs> it wasn't like, you guys are amazing. But it was, it was you a guys review. Are, uh, you guys are, meh. It was a review. She goes, eh. Yeah, yeah. like if you could make, a, if there was a word, eh. like if you could take a sentence and make it a sound, the sentence would be, meh. Hey, Amy, how's that podcast you listen to? Eh. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Amy, for listening. We're going to do a better job. <laughs> so we could get it from pretty good to really good, maybe. Who knows? Or like, a, like a good, just a good. Yeah, just good. If I can get it to a regular good. You guys are good. You guys are all right. Yeah, you know, I like you. Um, she also, I think, said that she's going to tell her, her, her friends about us. I hope so. I hope this didn't ruin that. And Amy Stereogram, I hope that we're not, you know, your name's actually Amy. And if it's not, you got to tell us your real name. Yes. Or we could just keep calling you Amy-o. 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 If you would ask me when I was reading through these before the show, which piece of feedback would be the best one, I would have never said Ray Mysteriogram. Ray Mysteriogram. It is the hardest Instagram name to spell to say out loud, right? Am I crazy? No, that's why I kept trying to push. It My to brain you. is scrambled right now. I can't think straight. I can't like. Where am I? I'm all disoriented. I'm, so, I'm sweating I'm and I'm freezing. I can't, read, I can't read good anymore. I think I lost my sense of smell. <laughs> I might be coming down with the flu. I'm not sure. All right. All right. I really badly want you guys to like lose your place and read it. Read one that we've already done. <laughs> So that the wheels can come completely off this show. <laughs> no way. We're up to Professor Charlie. He sent us an email, right? He's the only one who sends us feedback he via email. He sends us feedback via email, which you all can do by just writing to dinnerfordessert at gmail.com, right? Yeah. Or is it DFD podcast? It's dinner for dessert. It's dinner for dessert at, at gmail. gmail.com. Uh, Professor Charlie says, as if you don't have enough segments already, response songs, got to be a better title. You come up with possible response songs to pop hits. Ideally, that could be sung to the same melody, at least for the title. Examples. Song. Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. Response song. I'm glad you're well. <laughs> song. Adele's Hello. Response song. Oh, hey. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's all you, Jonesy. That is all you, Jones. I could, yeah. Yeah. I could, I could make a couple of these happen. Oh, and Chris, how's the wire coming along, you jerk? <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, Charlie, I'm going to get to it maybe, you know, during during the holiday break. I would hope so. I have, I just have to muscle through season two. Yes, man. And then we have one more that was sent to us from uh, Mike Arnone. He said, he sent us, um, uh, a, a, I guess, a meme or whatever from Instagram. And it's, if you don't use one of these to initiate leaving somewhere are you even a dad and here are the here are the sayings let's hit it ready to rock and roll shall we let's skedaddle ready freddy let's blow this popsicle stand saddle up let's get this show on the road he says we should use these phrases when we're stuck on how to transition to one of jonesy's intro songs that's his recommendation for this week that's a great recommendation we say hit it but not <laughs> let's hit it and it Ready to rock and roll? Ready, Freddy, or let's skedaddle is so good. I'm, Shall we? I'm really behind. Let's get this show on the road. <laughs> hey, Jonesy, <laughs> saddle up. <laughs> saddle up. I'm back in the saddle. We should do the regulators. Mount. Saddle up. <laughs> saddle up. Yeah. All right, so that was the feedback loop. Man, that's the most I've sweated during a feedback but now, loop. And now we, have a, we asked so many questions on Instagram this week. We really did. I think we have to like cut some of it out. No way. We're going to just plow through this. Yeah, that's what she said. Hey, we could totally plow through this. Awesome. All right. First off, we asked, is a hot dog a sandwich? And it was a simple yes or a no vote. I'm actually surprised with the response. I am so proud that only 37% of you 
jerks said yes. I'm surprised that that many people said yes. I thank God it wasn't over 50 because I would have quit the show. <laughs> um, so 37% think it's a sandwich. I'm honestly surprised it's that high. That's what I- Me too, but it's still lower than 50. It's still lower than 50, so we uh, all... Got the win. <laughs> yeah. All right. Best Christmas movies. This had a lot of participation. A lot of participation and a lot of, uh, a lot of common themes. Which is okay because obviously there's not there's only a handful of movies that are going to be discussed. I'm actually shocked that a few of them um, didn't have more uh, Me more too. of the Me same too. responses. So we'll we'll start with the first one from Mike Arnone. Uh He has Ernest Saves Christmas, which is a classic. Fantastic. That's a great one, uh, and also very original. I like that he brought up one yes. that is not an obvious one. Uh, Kevin Sullivan has Christmas Vacation. I thought like there'd be like a thousand of Christmas Vacations. There was a, a few. There's two. Well, no, there was there was one where they have oh, wow, the vacation yeah. at the house. There's one where they go to Chris Benoit's house <laughs> and kill his whole family. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> I think Kevin Sullivan's the fan that Jones dislikes because he looks like uh, he has the same name. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> the Taskmaster. So, so the only other Christmas vacation came from Brendan. So two people for Christmas vacation. Okay. I thought for sure that was going to be Me the winner. Me too. Me too. That or another one that's going to come up yeah. soon. Um, Alex Jones had Jingle All the Way. Turbo Man Forever. That sh- that movie really is great. It's so good. Yeah, and he's being serious about that. And oh, I it's like, a great movie. Like just knowing him because he's my brother, I know that he loves that movie. If you think about that movie, I mean, it has um, Phil Hartman in it. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Uh, Sinbad. Sinbad. Yeah, it's like Speaking a Speaking of Mandela effect. Sinbad. Sinbad Shazam. Yep. <laughs> yeah. See, it all ties together. It all ties together. That's what we do here. That's what we do. <laughs> uh, Kyle Overs says Die Hard. Yes, I love this. And I love that there's like but 17 so, diehards. But so did Steve, John Ferrara. Blank Man, Chuck Norris, Mike Penna. Is that it? Yeah. That's yeah. So that was a lot of diehards. Yeah, a lot of diehards. Makes die me hards. super happy. I do watch it every single year around this time. Yeah, it is It is a Christmas movie. I know people... 100%. Just because it's an action movie doesn't mean it's not a Christmas movie. Yep. Uh, we got... Oh, actually, we did get three Christmas vacations. I missed Oh, one. yeah. I just saw that too. Yeah. So Lucy also said Christmas vacation. All right. So we got three. Uh, Shari said It's a Wonderful Life I've never seen it But I know what it is Wow you've never seen it There's a lot of things I've never seen Including hmm. The Wire season 2 <laughs> Yeah <laughs> th- That's different though It's a Wonderful Life Has been around Your whole life your The whole... fact that you never Watched it once Is crazy Your whole wonderful life It's yeah. been around <laughs> I've never watched Miracle on 34th Street I've never You're... watched oh, That's blasphemy I've never that's... watched Bambi I've never watched Dumbo I've never watched Those don't matter Snow White I've never watched um, uh, The Lion King. Dude, we're talking about Christmas stuff here. The Lion King's not a Christmas movie? <laughs> far, far from it. Oh. Uh, doesn't bring you the holiday joy and cheer? <laughs> no? So hot cocoa? No hot cocoa. All right. Um, Jess Fogarazzo says Home Alone 2. It's funny that you said Home Alone 2. Yeah. Not Home Alone 1, uh, which has Tim Curry and Donald Trump in it. A little fun fact. Yeah, but 2, man, has FAO Schwartz, the pigeon lady. The Pigeon Lady. It's also, right. it's got a very young Chris Farley in it. <laughs> Does he play Slimer, you son of a bee? 
<laughs> you son of a beasting. He's the uh, he's the doorman at the uh, hotel. <laughs> yes. We should start doing that. Not like, to be like, oh, you guys want to see a great Easter egg? Go yeah. back and watch. Like about thirty minutes in, you'll see X in the corner, but it's not really DMX. There. Not to be DMX. confused with a young Rob Schneider who was the doorman in and the bellboy in Home Alone One. That is true. Wait, he gives him the fruit stripe gum as a tip. <laughs> is no, that Home Alone Two? That's Home Alone Two. He's not in a hotel. In Home Alone 1, he's in his own house. That's what I said. So what you did do, though, is remind us that Rob Schneider's also in Home Alone 2. Yes. So great movie. Also, I don't know when I'm ever going to get to speak about this again, but there, I watched a YouTube video the other day where they reenacted the traps that they set for Harry and Marv. The one with the gore? Yeah. <gasps> Dude. And they they set up like a the paint bucket thing in, in particular. Like that was like the one that they were arguing that no one would have lived through. And they set up like... Uh, you know how they have like those ballistics, uh, like gel, uh, like body parts, you know? To see like what would happen. Yeah. 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 Like, so they had one of those set up and it was a human head and they put it on a staircase and they let the paint can go and it like completely obliterated the head. Yeah. I like, watched, I watched this at work and it was awesome. Yeah. Every, basically everything in Home Alone that they do to them would have been like legit torture. Face burnings. Like it was. Yeah, yeah. Like when they put the little uh, the barbecue heater on the door handle, <laughs> like that would have burned like someone's arm completely off, like not just their hand. Like the, for that to get that hot to turn red on the other side of the door, yep. would have taken like molten lava level temperatures. Yeah, although I think you would have touched it, and be like ah, instantly, and taking your hand it off, or off melted it, to it, or just melt to it. Like in the, well, in but what I've learned is um, melting burning skin not to gross people out, is very slippery. Very a, slippery. It is not sticky. <laughs> so you, your hand would slip right off it. Don't worry. You wouldn't get stuck to it like when you get electrocuted. <laughs> Just if you guys ever want to hear that story, <laughs> I don't think we should tell that's, it on the that's air. That's for another day. That's for another day about when me and Eric maybe had a few too many to drink. <laughs> decided burning each other was hilarious. Um, All right. So speaking of burning each other, Mike Jones chose John Wick 3 as his favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> Jones, I don't even know if I should humor you on this one. <laughs> John Wick 3 is a continuation of John Wick 1 and 2, and it stars Keanu Reeves in the titular role. I love how you explained how sequels work. <laughs> is, uh, John Wick. John Wick 3 is a continuation of uh, John Wick 1 and 2. John Wick was a, a hitman. don't say. John Wick was a hitman for the Russian mob, and in the original movie, he avenges his uh, deceased wife and dog. And the, the story continues all the way up into 3, where he just fights everyone for Christmas. <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> Does he fight Santa? No, 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 no appearance of Santa or his reindeers. I heard in the fourth one, though, we might see him. John Wick 4, the Santa Claus. John Wick actually <laughs> in the, the death fourth. Clause. The death clause. <laughs> in the fourth movie, he pushes Santa off the roof and then picks up his coat and becomes Santa Claus. The death clause. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then in the fifth one, he builds like a toy Santa John Wick version of himself. And then all the toy soldiers take over. And then he gets kicked out of the North Pole. But then by the end of the movie, he has to redeem himself by getting back in his sleigh and like borrowing some of his magic from the Tooth Fairy to get back to the North Pole. And Wait, can you tell the story and I'll play guitar over it? <laughs> tell the story again. Hold on. <laughs> Are you in tune? <laughs> I'm probably not in tune. Don't worry, I'm not going to play real music. <laughs> All right. All right, you tell the story again. Okay. 
John Wick 4 is the story of John Wick. But did you know that he always had the dream of becoming Santa Claus? That's right. Yeah, yeah. He always had that dream of getting in that sleigh, (laughs) delivering gifts to all the children of the world, one by one, in their face, through the chimney. Yule logs won't stop John Wick in his mission to deliver all the gifts to all the children, naughty or nice. Slamming down millions of gallons of milk and several dozen cookies, some of which are burnt, but many of which are delicious. He delivered many gifts to the Russian mob, even though they killed his wife and dog and his car and John Leguizamo. (laughs) This winter, be prepared. Keanu Reeves is back in John Wick 4, The Death Claws. Also featuring Alex Winter. Well done. Well done. Alex Winter. What a random reference. <laughs> oh, that was the random part? <laughs> that was the most random part. Everything else was completely normal, except for the Alex Winter reference. I just have to be that guy, though, that corrects you on one small thing. What's that? The Russian mob didn't kill his wife. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> she was just sick and tired of NCs. Well, sick Cs. <laughs> and then um, I think uh, random car thieves killed his dog yes right uh it was theon greyjoy actually. theon greyjoy killed his dog like a jerk and that pissed him off a little and bit. then baba yaga was released back into the world yeah and then lawrence fishburne was homeless it was awesome what a what a great uh get that get the guitar back down so i can talk more about him killing people with a pencil <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that for the new year's episode all right so this is one i've been waiting to get to your cousin Maria said her favorite Christmas movie is The Family Stone. Argue with me, I dare you. I'd like to think that I'm a pretty well, well-off well connoisseur of all things entertainment. You say well-off like you're rich? Like I'm a rich connoisseur? Or do you mean like well-versed? Well-versed. You're a well-versed connoisseur in all things media. Entertainment. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I don't even know what this is. The Family Stone, never heard of it. We can't argue with you, Maria, because we have no idea what you're talking about. I can argue. If you think the best Christmas movie is one that we have no idea what it is. Is, Are we out of touch? No way. Every time I say we're out of touch, I I hear Hollow Notes in my head. Is that weird? The best. The best. What are the best songs? What a beat. If we could play music on the air, this would be such a much better show. Imagine we could play Hall & Oates in the background oh, right now. I would play that all the time. That song F so hard. It really does F so hard. So <laughs> it feels awkward when I say it. When you say it, it just sounds right. So Maria, uh, we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, we share a last name. So um, I have to you know, embrace the love and uh, you know, appreciation for all the things that you say. Um, but this one, I'm going to have to say uh, you're wrong. Jones, do you, can you tell us what it is? 
The Family Stone? Yeah. Uh, it's a movie about uh, Sly and the Family Stone. Okay. Uh, it's their uh, trials and tribulations as they work their way up the Motown musical Empire Ladder, uh, culminating with Woodstock 69. They, pl- right. they played Woodstock? They did. They played Woodstock. Uh, uh, we Are Family is the song that they played over and over again for 44 minutes <laughs> while it rained <laughs> at 6 a.m. in uh, Saugerties, New York, or Bethel Woods, whatever you want to call it. It, it was actually... Uh, <laughs> The that movie was really really good, but uh, it's also not very much of a Christmas movie. Because what uh, movie is it? Yeah, I don't know what's happening. Who's the main character? What's it about? What stone are they talking about? I can't. I have no. <laughs> like I can't even imagine what the family stone is. Like I'm trying. Is it like a rock? Like in a backyard? I don't know, man. I don't know. Like look, this is the family stone. This is a good stone, you know. I think it's we a, keep our you know spare house key underneath it, so that's the family hideaway rock. Yeah, it's the family you know key hiding stone. Um, I was actually uh, I googled this earlier, and uh, in all honesty, it's um, like a modern remake of the Flintstones. I hate you so much <laughs> I right now. I, I always thinking, look up like I'm waiting. Like, like I'm a- waiting for actual information from you. <laughs> the whole audience walks in to the trap. It's not just the audience, dude. We look at you like kids in a class waiting to learn something new. I really wanted to learn right there. I was ready. My little learning thinking cap was on. This whole podcast is me dangling a carrot and then pulling it away at the last moment. That's what you do, jerk. You really really are a jerk. All right, so Professor Charlie says his favorite is The Nightmare Before Christmas, which is also my favorite. That is a great movie. Uh, Jan Canzone has A Christmas Story, which, well done. Also a great movie. Another classic. Uh, Derek has Charlie Brown Christmas all the way. It's another great one. <laughs> I've never seen it, but what? I bet you it's good. I had a really weird childhood. How? Uh, what? I've never seen it. <laughs> I, I've never seen it, and now I feel like I've missed my window. Were we talking about this on the podcast or be- right before where I was like, there's films and TV shows where if you didn't see it at the right time, it's not worth watching now? Yes. Charlie Brown Christmas is not worth watching now. If I watched it, I would. If not you like watched it. it now, you'd be like, "I don't get why everyone likes this." Yeah, I disagree. How about this? Go watch it. I'll watch Unless it. Unless maybe it's just because I know it since I'm a kid that I still love it. I don't know. I'll watch it and I'll, I'll give it's you guys. It's not like it's a long movie. It's like a half hour. Just go watch the damn thing. Oh, right. it is short. Yeah, I'll watch it between seasons two and three of The Wire. Oh, oh, so never. <laughs> so never. <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, Michelle Henshaw. <laughs> we both just went. Uh, 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 Michelle Henshaw says Elf. I'm so shocked she's the only one who said Elf. I, I figured I, I was. That's what I was going to say earlier, and I didn't want to. I, I was shocked because I think Elf has to be one of the best of all time at this point. That is, it was an instant classic when that came out. One hundred. It's still, it's still hysterical. It is so funny. It is. It encapsulates all the feels that should come along with Christmas while also being hilarious. It is. The, it might be one of Will Ferrell's best performances. Yep. Uh, Xavier Topfloor says, good job, 100. Uh, <laughs> so That's one of those spam responses we get on everything, but he actually responded to every question we asked. <laughs> so I just wrote him in and figured I'd let him, just, let him be part of the show. So here's the thing. I feel like now that our Instagram gets spammed, that means we've arrived. Yeah. We're like famous now. Yeah. You're not famous until you get trolled on the internet. Until Xavier Topfloor comments the same thing yeah. on everything you write. Yeah. There's a there's one or two missing from this list. I like to fill them on in. Well, there's one more. Uh, oh, there's okay. Yeah, Tommy says uh, Home Alone. Yeah, oh, the original, the original. Okay. Yeah, 
I would say probably for me, my top three would be Home Alone, Elf, and Die Hard. So I'm glad that all three made the list. Uh, I want to add my favorite being Christmas Story. I could watch that a million times. Yeah, I do watch it a million times. And I would like to add my fiance Terry, who loves The Holiday. Oh, it's such a good movie. With Jack Jack Black? Yeah, yeah, man. What a movie. That is a good one. And who else is in that? Kate, Kate Winslet. Winslet. And then who's the other guy? Jud- Jud- Jude, Jude Law. Jude Law. And a semester abroad. I, in my head, I went from Judd Nelson to Judd Apatow to Jude Law. But not Judd Mandela? <laughs> not Judd Mandela, which is crazy. <laughs> Considering, you know. He's and the then man. who was the other girl? Was it Shannon Sossaman? Was she in that? No. She's uh, okay. I, I, I can't remember. You sure it wasn't her? No. No, Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. How did you not know that, Joan? She's like your favorite girl on the planet. You love Cameron Diaz. I do love Cameron Diaz. Did we just call you out? Is your is your fiance not going to like the holiday anymore because she knows that you like <laughs> Cameron Diaz? I mean, it's not like that, you know. <laughs> She wants to be friends with her. You just want to, yeah, you just want to, you know. It's not like, like she comes on screen and I'm like, blah, blah, blah. Fa la la. Okay. All right. So next question we asked was, what was the best present you've ever received? We got a ton of answers on this. Yeah, we did. I'm actually really excited to read them. You want to start? I think Jonesy should start. Oh, I'll start. Uh, this first one comes from Lucy. Lucy says that when my sister came home to visit us from Chile, she surprised us on Christmas Eve one year, and it was the first time I met my niece, who was born in Chile. So many happy tears. I'm that's, so proud of how you say Chile. Yeah, that, I, that's nice. I'd say Chile. And that story is very nice. That is a nice story. I want to add a little bonus, because I don't know if Lucy knows that I'm friends with her sister, and I remember when that happened, and it was pretty damn cool. You're friends with Lucy's sister? Yeah, Mary. I had no idea that Lucy had a sister. Yeah, long story. She has a brother, too. Get out of town. <laughs> well, hi, Lucy's family. I hope you're all listening. All the way in Chile. Did I say it right? Chile. Chile. Can I, go to, can I go to Wendy's later and order Chile and see what happens? Can I get a large Chile and... Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Jones does not think I'm funny at all. He right gave now. you zero reaction. He's like, why is that a joke? That's not funny. Okay. I'll why would that. you be ordering a country at Wendy's? <laughs> Do, do you go and ask for a Hamburg from Germany when you go to Wendy's? <laughs> an Hamburg? Can I get an Hamburg? <laughs> All right, so Alex Jones says his best gift was Ricky Martin's 1999 album entitled Ricky Martin. Hmm. Is He's, that uh, Living La Vida Loca? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, he, and he got that album. Was that his first That was single? a solid album. Oh, man, was that his first album? Oh, man. it. No, it can't Wasn't be. he in Menudo? He was a Menudo, so but what was his first solo? Oh, solo. Song? Maybe first solo. I don't think La Vida Loca was his first. That was his follow-up hit. Oh, I'm, I missed you guys' meaning. I thought you were talking about, was it my brother's first album? Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> what was Ricky Martin's first big single? Like the big one that put him on the map? Oof. I don't know. I, I, it wasn't I, La Vida Loca. I feel like that was like a follow-up, and I just can't you, remember. I'm totally blanking on any other song he's ever done. I could probably sing them for you if you started them off from me, because he's awesome. You sang to me? No, wait, that's Enrique that Iglesias. Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I really know my Latin pop singers really well. You're on it. Says here that his first big hit was The Cup of Life. Yes. Which he sang at the uh, Grammy Awards. 
Ole, ole, ole. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm a Ricky Martin fan. Me too. I celebrate his entire catalog. <laughs> just all two songs. I just don't know the names of them. I don't know them. I just celebrate them. <laughs> Living La Vida Loco was on that first record. Okay, so that was the first But solo. he had had he had, had other Spanish language albums before that one. This was his first English language album. Okay, so that was a big deal. Yeah. Oh my I, you know what I did not know was that the, the song was written by Desmond Child. Oh, you don't wow, say. Mind blown right now. Desmond Child is like a major top-level songwriter. Like he's written songs for Aerosmith, Bon Jovi, Alice Cooper, Kiss, like everyone. So of those. you're telling me Crucial a rock time, dude, the Jolly Green Giants, a rock dude wrote that track? He uh, actually, you know what? Here's a short list of songs that Desmond Child wrote. He wrote "Kisses," "I Was Made for Loving You," Joan Jett's "I Hate Myself for Loving You," Bon Jovi's "You Give Love a Bad Name." <laughs> I dude see. It. I'm seeing love. a pattern. Dude yeah. loves love. <laughs> or loves hating love. <laughs> uh, he wrote uh, Aerosmith's "Dude Look Like a Lady." Not about love. That's about the lead singer of Motley Crue. Yeah. Well, fun fact. Vince Neil? Yeah. Hey, Look at me dude. Stuff. Yeah. My guy. I'm redeeming myself after my last week's jet lag. Uh, all right. What other songs Desmond, has Desmond Child sang? Damn it. Written. <laughs> Written. Oh, he wrote more, more hits for Bon Jovi. You Give Love a Bad Name, Living on a Prayer, Bad Medicine. Wow. Uh, oh, oh. So, so all John's hits. Yeah. yeah. This guy wrote. Yeah. Cool. Desmond Child. Drink it in. Always goes down smooth. <laughs> when you name your kid Desmond, I feel like they have to be destined for something good. I hope they called him Kid Des growing up. Yo, Des. Kid Des. Kid Des. That's Desmond awesome, Child. Man. Kid Des. Oh, Kid Des. I feel like that would be the dopest nickname. Dude, you can't have a name like Desmond and then like have a boring job. It's like, you know, Desmond, you know, he works in uh, accounting. Like, no. I was going to Des- say accounting. Yeah, That's Desmonds so- don't work in accounting ever. Uh, they're either really famous or drug addicts. <laughs> like, you can't be in the middle. <laughs> or they get washed up on an island and do crazy stuff. Oh, yeah. They're <laughs> they always are not in Penny's boat. <laughs> uh, so is that Ky- too old of a reference, you think? I think people will get it. So Kyle Over says his parents got him a new surfboard and a 12-pack of PBR. That, that is was, the most... That's like a pretty BA gift. That is the most Long Beach thing to get. Ever. Totally. Can we guess what age he was when he got that gift? 13. Nine. Probably, yeah, probably <laughs> adolescence. You want to take this next one, Jones? Uh, our pal Brendan writes in and says that his best gift was Nintendo Class circa 1990-ish. Okay, so I'd have no idea what Nintendo Class is. Like, he went to it's like school for Nintendo? Like, his, his parents sent him to, to learn how to play Nintendo? Was he, was he getting beat too much at like, games? Today, we're going to teach you the jump button. <laughs> Pay attention because there's going to be a quiz at the end of the class. <laughs> um, he got ex- like explicit instruction on how to blow into the cartridge before putting it to the, the system. Nintendo maintenance one on one, and then like his homework was to play like snake rattle and roll like every f- <laughs> minutes. Bad dudes over yeah. and over. I Bad think dudes is the worst. <laughs> the worst. Oh man! Uh, Blank man's best gift was Sega Genesis. That's a solid choice right there, bud. Sega Genesis changed my life. I th- you know what's crazy? I think I'm probably one of the few people of our age range that really, really loved Super Nintendo the most out of anything. Well, it's it's my, one of my top three favorite systems. Oh, it is? I don't think you're in the minority, actually. You're not in the minority at all. You're in the total majority. Everyone I talk to loves Genesis. Mm, talk to better people. <laughs> you like Super Nintendo also? It's one of my top three favorite 
it's systems. still good. Like I, yeah. I, I bought one a, like a year and a half ago on eBay. I have it hooked up now, and I just play it with the real. Instead of using an emulator, I actually use the real cartridges and play it. Super Mario World on Super Nintendo. Yeah, Mario Kart still huge on Super Nintendo. One of the one of the best game systems of all time. Battletoads. Yeah. Genesis was awesome, but like I always felt that Genesis was good for specific things like Mortal Kombat and sports games. Is that crazy? I know it was good for a lot of things. Sega Genesis was, was awesome. Sega Genesis, I have like a lot, a lot of nostalgia for because there's so many oddball games that came out of yep. that thing. Like not like Super Nintendo had like really high quality, well made games. Genesis had like these weirdo like. Who made this? Like, but this is fun. Like, this is weird. Like Comic Zone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like weird games. I feel like Genesis was like the alternative. Like it was like the punk rock of video game systems. Whereas just, Super Nintendo was like the flagship. Yeah, I just had know? both, and I love them both. They were just, I, they're just super fun. Like games back then were just like m- m- much more addicting. I don't know how to describe it, but like you could sit with your friends and play a Super Nintendo game for like six hours straight. I mean, yeah, but. There's still gamers now who do the same thing, um, but you have more options in life now. Yeah, it's just so much more to distract you. Yeah, like the internet. Yeah. If you also, I know you don't have a Nintendo Switch pump, but if you had one, I think that whole thing would happen to you all over again. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I actually talked about this last night with my wife. I was like, I think I want to get a Nintendo Switch. She's like, you really need one. I'm like, well, do I really need any of the stuff that I have? No, no. but literally it's, it's, uh, it's such a good system. <laughs> I'm thinking about it. I I want to wait though. I might hold out until my daughter is old enough to play, because by the time she's old enough to play, I could use that as an excuse. I could buy it for her for Christmas, but it'll really be for me because um, why not? But I feel like there'll be a new one out by the time she's old enough. She's gonna be four. So like, how old do you think a kid could has to be before they could enjoy a Nintendo Switch? Uh, it depends on the, your kid, man. Uh, it depends on the game you're playing too. Like, Do you I'm think sure. there's four-year-old games on Switch? Because if there are, yeah. then that's enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would say so. Yeah, like she can't really do anything besides like jump when she's supposed to. So if there's a game where just she just has to jump when she's supposed yeah, to. Yeah, there's also like um, ones where you could sing and like do fun stuff like that. Oh, there is. Yeah, dance stuff. Yeah. Oh, they make a like. You a, guys got me my my rationalization totally. now. That's all I needed. What's that so thing? I needed. What's that thing with the big ring where you put the controllers on the ring and then you move the ring around? Uh, it's it's not fit. What is it? It's like a new thing they came out. Like the exercise one? Yeah. But you like do cool things with a ring. You put the controller on the ring and like move the ring around. Oh, that's like things cool. like that she could totally do. Yeah, cuz she loves that stuff. And it's good like bonding stuff for the both of you to do. That's true. And the controller's so little she can get her little paws on it. That's also true. I'm Especially, that's like, it. You guys got me sold. The the original switch. How much are, are they? Are they expensive? Three. Oof. Well, that that was for the original switch. If you went with the switch light, it's cheaper. The switch light doesn't dock on the TV though. I feel like we need that. For yeah, me. if you're gonna get just like one, make it dock because then you could take it with you up here too and take it off the dock. And then you have um, the games are like sixty bucks. Uh, it depends. Like the just dance is like twenty. You know, cheapo game yeah, yeah a lot a of the lot kid of... games and stuff are cheaper i might do a gofundme for a nintendo switch <laughs> <laughs> um what a jerk we should do a gofundme for dinner for dessert though we have to have a specific thing yeah or we just open up a patreon uh, we, patreon we'll, patreon's a way better idea yeah i want to do like um 
I want to do like a, a, a an event, like a live event. Me too. We always talk about it. We want, I want have, to do it. Have it at a bar. Have everyone down. We could like bring people up. And we could get like a four hour show. And we could break it up into parts. Yeah. So we could put it up on the on the um, on the interwebs afterwards in like chunks. Yep. I think we. Sh- I really think we should do that. The, the part four will be so drunk. <laughs> it'll yeah. just be like nonsense. On yeah, the it'll air. be gr- Everyone will be though. That's true. It, that, that would be like an hour straight of me singing. This is the part <laughs> of our show. <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there for anyone who's listening right now. If you think it, it it would be a good idea for us to do a live show at a bar, like rent out a bar and have an event, um, let us know on Instagram and also let us know like if you would go. Yeah, that's <laughs> you know the important I mean? part. And how much you'd be willing to pay. Not because we want to make money off it. We obviously don't want to make a dollar off of it, but we do want to, we have to rent the place. <laughs> yeah. So I think they're going to charge us for the food and stuff. So um, like if you'd pay 10 bucks to come see us, let us know. Um, or 20. I don't want to shortchange us. 50. Or if you'd be into like something like a 30 bucks gets you in and a raffle and a couple of drinks and maybe like an order of wings or something. You know what I mean? Like, and, and, and couple, we could do a raffle. Yeah. Give away stuff. Could we'll do like a Chinese auction there. We could. Or, or a Japanese auction. We could make up our own like a Scandinavian auction. We could do a Scandinavian auction. Something brand new. No one even knows about it. Yeah. You guys think, are missing the two obvious, man. We got to do bingo and we got to do battle shots. <laughs> yes. And guess who? Obviously, totally. But we'll, we'll animate the faces every time you you pick one. We'll have stations set up throughout the night where you can challenge each of us to those games if you'd like. To. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we could have like instead of speed dating, it'll be speed battle shots. Speed Ooh. gaming. <laughs> speed gaming. <laughs> How'd you miss that? I don't know. Speed battle shots is what I said, <laughs> which is clearly not nearly as funny as what you said. <laughs> Which makes you much better at this than me. <laughs> so <laughs> Chef Ben says his wife gave him a pair of socks with his son's face all over them. That was his favorite gift. That's sweet. That is very adorable. Uh, Derek says original Nintendo when he was like six, all downhill from there. Yeah. There's a, there's a specific golden moment in your life where getting gifts is like the yeah. greatest moment because you can't buy yourself anything yet. Um, and you're just happy to get something new because you've been you're like just new to getting all like getting stuff. Yeah. And six is probably that beginning of that golden era. It's solid, yeah. You hit a part around at least I I would like to say I didn't, but I know a lot of kids hit like the they start getting into like the disappointed phase, which is probably around ten, maybe. Where like they get stuff they're like, This isn't what I wanted. You know little, what I mean? Little jerks. They become little jerks. That's you know, it happens. I don't think I ever did it, though. I, like, I, n- I never did it. I was always just, you know, I would just suck it. I'd be like, this is great. And then I'd go into my room and be like, God damn it. Like that year you got the New Kids on the Block Christmas album? Oh, my God. You remember that, bro? That was awesome. Oh, my God. Did I put that in, in here? No, but you're lucky you have a friend who remembers your Christmases. Oh, my God. So let me tell this story real quick. So this is... Um, on paper, the worst Christmas I, I, present. I forgot even like the, the, the weirdest part of the whole gift. I hope, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This is arguably the worst Christmas gift, but as time has gone on, I realize it's the best Christmas gift because it gives, it's given me joy in the memory for years and years and years. Like, what other Christmas gift has done that for you in your life where you still, years later, get joy out of it, right? My mom bought me for Christmas a New Kids on the Block CD, which doesn't sound that crazy, except for the fact that we didn't own a CD player, nor did we know what a CD player was yet because CD players didn't become a thing yet. My mom bought me a CD. Like literally, it was like, 
the day that CD players came out, and I didn't even know what it was. So when I opened it on Christmas morning, I, my mom's like, I got you the New Kids on the Block tape. And I'm like, Mom, this isn't a tape. I don't know what to do with this. She's like, what is it? I'm like, I don't know, like a laser disc? <laughs> I was like, it's just a really tiny laser disc. And, I can't, and the only person who has a lazy laser disc player is TJ Osborne. And I'm not going to go to his house to listen to New Kids on the Block on his laser disc player in his living room. I don't know what to do with this. Now, I didn't say any of that to her face. I just kind of went, oh, thanks. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it was the worst gift because one, I didn't like New Kids on the Block. <laughs> Well, I I, I grew to love them with time, but when I was nine years old or whenever I got this, I wasn't a huge New Kids on the Block fan. And two, I didn't have a I didn't have a a player to play it. That's hysterical. So when you got that CD, was it in the giant old school case? Yeah, it was like really long. Yeah, Yeah. old rectangle. And the top was the booklet, and the bottom was the CD. Yeah, the booklet and CD were in two different parts, and it was a cardboard box. The first uh, the first CD I ever got was in that kind of package too. Yep, same here. Uh, Sepultura and Metallica, Black Album, were the first two that I ever bought. Wow. I you, think oh, the, my God. I, so, so Pomp had a pretty bad one. Eric had two really good ones that are still classics <laughs> to this day. The first CD I ever got was the Simpsons Sing the Blues. Oh, my wow. God. That was a classic, See, I, I had though. the cassette, though. Yeah. There, I, I'm going to say this on the air, and I bet you... 80% of people in our age range, specifically um, probably the male listeners, will agree with this, that the first like three or four CDs that everyone our age got was like Metallica Black Album, Pearl Jam 10, um, The Simpsons one is probably a big one. Deep, deep trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say everybody had Red House, Cheer the Peppers, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic. Yeah, that was yeah. a popular one. I'm going to say everybody had... Nirvana... Oh, yeah. never oh, mind. Yeah. 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 I had Rex and Effects Rump Shaker, the single. On CD? On CD. That's weird. It just was five versions of Rump Shaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bossa Nova version. <laughs> yeah, it was the Bossa Nova version. <laughs> uh, the 11 minute, like, extended cut. They'd give you, like, just an instrumental and then just a vocal one. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, why? What are we doing here, guys? This makes no sense. I bet we you, need to write another song. <laughs> I bet you a lot of people had that Spin Doctor CD. Yes. Uh, now you're going a couple years later, though, because then if you go those couple years later, then you got um, Counting Crows, yeah, um, the Forrest Gump soundtrack, double disc. I have that special edition vi- on vinyl. It's three. It's three records: uh, red, white, and a blue one. Fantastic. The Forrest Gump soundtrack is the reason why people our age know cla- like those classic rock songs. Like, listen, it kept it alive. It did. A lot that's a crazy thing that movies can do is that they could bring music back for another go round. Yeah. The you know Bohemian Rhapsody um went number one in two different decades because crazy. when it was in Wayne's World, it, yep. it got popular again. Didn't it do it again when the movie came out? The Bohemian Rhapsody movie? I uh, did it a third time, you're saying? Yeah. Might have. I don't know. Get out of it. When time. we will what was the name of the Queen movie? Uh, that Mr. Robot was in. Wow, what the hell? Why am I? Why do I forget everything? Fre- Freddy, Ready, Freddy, Ready, Freddy. <laughs> what was it called? The movie? Yeah, yeah. it was Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, Is that what it was called? Yeah. <laughs> Would you say we will rock you? <laughs> Your Bohemian Rhapsody became really famous when that movie came out. What was it called? We will rock you. Does anyone else see the humor of this? No, I'm actually. I'm. Uh, I'm going to go out next week when I see the sequel, Freddy Friggin Mercury. <laughs> 
So yeah, I think I might have done it three times. That was my whole point. That's that's impressive. That's what we should put up on Instagram this coming week. Can we do that? Uh, just what was your first CD? Yeah, totally. Like specifically compact. That's a disc. good question to throw up. It's a great idea. I'm gonna forget. So can one of you guys? Can you do it, Jonesy? Do you know yeah. how to do that? Do you know how to use Instagram? I don't know how to, but I'll do it. <laughs> I think the concept of Jonesy on Instagram like makes me very excited, and we always talk about it, and he never does it. He's going to write the question on a piece of loose leaf and <laughs> take, a, take picture a picture of it, of it and then post that. No, no he's going to email it to himself. <laughs> I actually I email things to myself all the time. <laughs> so, do, so do I, though. So do I. All right, so uh, Mike Jones's favorite Christmas present or present in general was go- his Golden Girls book. That uh, Mr. C.J. Pomp gave us last week. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. But actually, this is a this is a different, older Golden Girls book. <laughs> oh, not the one. <laughs> you have multiple Golden Girls. Books. Yeah, I my got, mistake. I got this one from my grandma in 1987. Okay. This one comes from Mike Penna. Uh, his favorite gift was a hug from Eric. Oh, that's Aww. super sweet, dude. Our lovable co-host. That dude totally appreciates my hug. From like one big dude to another big dude, some solid, some couple, solid, solid hugging going on. Just a couple of titans just clashing. Just a couple of titans. <laughs> hugging it and clashing. Hugging it and clashing. You know, Eric, you've been my best friend since, I don't know, 1994, three? Yeah. 92? Two-ish, yeah. I don't think I've ever hugged you. Have we hugged? I don't know. We're going to try it one day. <laughs> but what if it's like a jinx? Like the whole reason why our friendship worked what for this What movie long? was that where the two dudes are going to hug and like <laughs> they keep pushing over. each other off? Oh, stepbrothers. Stepbrothers. <laughs> that's going to be us. <laughs> I don't think I've ever hugged you, ever. And what's going to happen is it's going to be like that 1980s test of strength, WWF yeah, thing, yeah. where it's like you're going to put the one hand up and you're going to twinkle your fingers. And it's going to be like, oh, are we really doing this? And then you look at the crowd and you're like, are we really doing this? And they're going bananas. Yeah, they go banana. Maybe we'll do it at the, the live DFD. Event. Oh, my God. Our first ever hug. First ever. We, can't, we can't hug before that live event. That's what it's going to be called. <laughs> DFD, Eric and Pomp Hug. <laughs> All right. It's going to be on pay-per-view. <laughs> it's a cage match. <laughs> so Chuck Norris's favorite gift was a unicycle. Ooh. I got to take a second and tell a story about this one. So Chuck Norris is Jonesy's other brother. Jonesy has like 15 <laughs> He's brothers. He's got so many brothers. <laughs> my brother Daryl. My other my brother, brother Daryl. <laughs> so this is my brother Chuck Norris, right? He's, he was in Delta Force. <laughs> and uh, when we were kids, what would happen was, uh, and I, I don't know why this happened. It did. And, and we didn't realize it until we were older. I always got whatever I asked for for Christmas. I would always get like that cool one gift that, you know, every kid was asking for. I would always get that, you know, and it's not like I wouldn't share it with them. Like when I got Nintendo, we all played like there were two controllers like, you know, we played two players and then we'd hand it off and someone would take the zapper or whatever, you know, Uh, but it always worked out that my brother Chuck Norris always got the worst, worst (laughs) bottom of the barrel (laughs) gifts. Always. The unicycle was the king of the worst gifts. Because uh, it was like, it, like imagine seeing me opening the Nintendo Entertainment System with like Mario and the Zappers and you know freaking out. And I'm like, oh, this is like gonna make my whole life, you know. And then he opens up like this giant box, and it's a unicycle and a giant pole to balance himself with. <laughs> and it's snow outside, so he can't even use it. You know, it was, oh, he he got the <laughs> the short end of the stick 
every year. Why was that? Well, I, don't, I don't know, man, but he, he got... Middle child, maybe? Here's a, a short list of some of the gifts that he got over the years. He got a telescope and like not a good one. He got a magic set. He got... <laughs> It's like they wanted him to get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the best way to get my son bullied? <laughs> get him a magic set, and then maybe a chemistry set. Yeah. And a unicycle. Yeah. Like, I we should get him a top hat so he can wear that to school. <laughs> I remember being a kid and going to my mom, and now I, at like a young age, like maybe 12 or 13, going to my mom being like, you really want him to be that guy around town riding the unicycle? <laughs> Like, that's going to ruin his life. Yeah, like, childhood's hard enough. Like, you don't have to add to it. And how's that going to make me look? I'm the older brother of the guy who rides the unicycle around. That's no fun. Yeah. That's exactly what would happen. He'd become unicycle guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. So, the, it was, he got the short end all the time. Even up to, like, recent times. Last year, or the year before, I can't remember when it was, but my mom handed him a gift and it's like this big rectangular flattish kind of gift and he's like i can't imagine what this is right he opens it up and it's a painting right but it's a painting that he he himself had painted at like a wine and paint night <laughs> years ago that he threw in the trash they re-gifted something that he made for himself that he hated and threw out wow he threw it in the trash one of his friends took it out of the trash and I think they hung it in their house for a little while, but then gave it to my mom to re-gift to him. That's incredible. Yeah. How bad of a gift is that? And it's not like it was like a, hey, that's funny. Now here's the real gift. Like, that's all he got. It was like that and socks. Oh, my God. Well, oh. socks are great, man. I'm, I'm looking forward for my Christmas. That's what I'm getting this year. I mean, I'm on a good cycle where, like, as you know, Christmas hits. I'm just about out of the year before socks. Yeah. So it's perfect. Yes. Same with uh, boxer briefs. Yeah. Socks. Socks are uh, always I, tried and true. I'm not going to lie. At 38, that's literally all I get. Me too. I, I get, get nothing else. I get socks and boxer briefs. I get socks. I'll probably get some sort of candy in my stocking. And then I'll get probably a bottle of whiskey from someone. But every year it's like a new person gets me. Like one person stops getting the gifts and like a new yeah. person will get me one. So I'll get yeah. probably one bottle of whiskey. I'll get some socks. I'll get some chocolate slash candy. And that's cool, man. I'm good. I hope that bottle of whiskey I'm comes easy, from your daughter. <laughs> yeah. I'm easy. Yeah, they don't ID around the block. Um, <laughs> All right. So Liz says her favorite gift was Matt Robel. That's Aww. adorable. Liz is Matt's fiance. Yuck. They just got engaged, and that's yeah. adorable. Wait till they're like seven years into marriage, and we'll ask the same question again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll ask that question again soon. <laughs> Professor Charlie says, cash. Let's be honest. And socks. Who doesn't like socks? See? Exactly. <laughs> See, I told you. Um, oh, ooh, this one is good. This one's from Eric. Oh. The friendship of Pomp and Mike Jones. Also, the Bud Light can that Pomp wrapped in a napkin and wrote Miller Light on. <laughs> also, the Pepto-Bismol tablets from Santa, a.k.a. Pomp. Oh, my God. I forgot I did that. Those are my favorite gifts. So one time, uh, I really was at a loss for what to get Eric for Christmas. Um so I just took a Bud Light out of my fridge and I wrapped a piece of loose leaf. He knew I preferred Miller Light, and it was a very, very heartwarming gesture. I was like, man, I can't even get the guy Miller Light. I was really short on time. That's when you lived across the street from me, right? Yeah. 
So Eric lived across the street from me. I'm like, I'm short on time. I got to go over there. So I just took the Bud Light out of the fridge and I wrapped a piece of loose leaf around it and then in pencil, not even like no, marker. pencil. Like I didn't even do it well. Like don't, don't imagine like a well done arts and crafts project. You didn't project. tape the top. Like it yeah, was... it was like I wrapped a piece of loose leaf. I just wrote Miller Light on it and then I handed it to him. I was like, Merry Christmas. And I also gave you like hand sanitizer. You did from work. It was like that had like the bank name on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty good. And then one year I had a tummy ache on Christmas and you gave me two Pepto-Bismol tablets <laughs> and you wrote two Eric E-R-I-C from Santa <laughs> and left the two Pepto-Bismol tablets there. That was good. It's, it, it was a practical gift too. It's totally practical. Well, Eric, um, uh, I may have given you a great gift, but but Jonesy may have won up. Oh, well, actually you won up to me with this <laughs> gift today um, that I don't know if Jonesy got it for you. No, I got it from my own union. We're you guys both, are in the same union. We're in the same union, yeah. same local, and everything. Yeah. I'm so confused. Well, they got me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Eric got me. C S E A, local 1000, uh, member benefits, um, lip balm, SPF 15. <laughs> so I got chapstick from their union, which I don't know what C S C S E A stands for, but I'm gonna guess it's Child Safety Endangerment Act. <laughs> But I'm not sure. Um, and the best part is it comes with a tamper seal, so you know it's good. You know what I mean? Like, so I know it's not poisoned. Well, I don't want you to think it was already used. Yeah, so it's brand new, tamper sealed and everything. So thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. Anything for you guys. <laughs> I and, appreciate uh, you. The last one is Mike Arnone says, can I save my children? Because I definitely won't. One of them's a jerk. <laughs> so I'm with you, dude. One of mine sucks. <laughs> my other one's great. Um, they won't suck forever. They'll be awesome one day. No, hopefully. One day. So then we asked, uh, worst present you've ever received. And nicely enough, we didn't get much feedback on this. I think there's two reasons why. One, uh, we have a very fortunate group of fans who uh, get good gifts. And two, they're just appreciative of whatever they get. So that's really nice. That being said, (laughs) (laughs) Kyle Overs... (laughs) Got a denim jacket in middle school. See, I can't understand why that's a bad gift. I guess at that point, denim jackets weren't cool. Like, before then and after then, they were cool. I think there was that chunk, though, where they were not. That's true. Jonesy's laughing so hard, and I don't know what. I'm not sure what the thing was that set him off into that. Is it something I said? No, I'm sorry, guys. I just, I read ahead a little bit. (laughs) I read ahead a little bit into the notes. Oh, no. Oh, okay. I don't know what's going to (laughs) happen. I I still don't know what's up. It's not even that funny. I shouldn't be laughing this hard. (laughs) All right. So uh, next up is Xavier Top Floor. And he says, he says, good job, 100. (laughs) That's what's making Josie laugh. The guy's spamming us. I told you I was going to keep putting him in on every session. It's just spam, Jonesy. I love that we're putting a bot into our <laughs> actual, actual show. Like, <laughs> yeah. The best is that we turned like something that should be an annoying thing on the internet into like, comedy. Thank you. That's- Thank you, Xavier Top Floor. <laughs> best bot on the internet. Uh, Derek says, cologne, a gift that says you smell bad. <laughs> it is true. Like I got you deodorant or a gym membership for, uh, for Christmas. Never oh, good. Christ. Oh, that's good. All right, so we threw a... a Jonesy can't stop laughing at Xavier Top Floor. All right, we're at 122, right? So we have the choice of two sections to do right now. We're going to do one of them. Okay. Would you rather do what music is on heavy rotation right now or the best show on TV right now? I say Jonesy gets answer. This is Jonesy's (laughs) show. This is the Jones show. 
I'm going to say uh, the TV shows. All right. I also have a good basic quote of the week this week. Hit it. <laughs> wow. Wait, no. Saddle up, Eric. Let's get this show on the road. Ready, Freddy? <laughs> I forgot what else the other one. Uh, Let's skedaddle. Let's skedaddle. And now, the basic quote of the week. All right. The basic quote of the week. Um, usually it's something about like love or dudes or chicks or whatever it may be. This one I had to grab because it, it made me so angry. And I wanted you all to be angry with me. Coffee spelled backwards is efok, as in I don't give efok until I've had my coffee. Wow. Wow. I don't even know what to say to that. <sighs> Listen, guys, the whole thing about like I can't do X until I have my coffee is very cliche. Cut yeah. it out. Everyone just cut it out. It's not funny. It's not creative. It's like that McDonald's commercial with that guy who walks up to the, the window at McDonald's and the girl goes to take your order and he goes, don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. How the hell else is she supposed to take your order? Yeah, I hate everyone. Here's the thing. It's actually scientifically proven that you're the most alert in the morning. If, if anything, you would want to use your coffee as a boost around like 3 p.m. Because that's actually when you get drowsy and tired and where you could use a little jolt of caffeine. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? That is. You know what it is? Everyone's full of crap. Everyone's full of crap. And they, they, they just want to say something on the internet. And that's, yeah. then they just say, hey, look at this meme. I'm going to post it because yeah. like totally people are going to like it. <laughs> they write this stuff because they think they're going to get likes. Yes. And it's stupid. Think so. about that. Think about that, people. Do you so, really yeah. need to be um, validated by posting other people's stuff that's cliche? Just think about that next time you post. And that was a public service announcement <laughs> yeah, from PFG. Dude. The Welcome. more you know. Thanks for coming to his TED Talk. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I also would like to take a second to tell everyone that I really, really enjoy when they post memes and uh, quotes and other things like that. And I really just hope that you guys keep continuing because it makes my day brighter. Uh, <laughs> totally. but, but just don't post any of those memes until I've had my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> also, well my good friend Ice calls them memes. I just Meme. want to throw that out there. Whenever it's so much more fun when it's a meme. Whenever he says it, I giggle, but I haven't corrected him because I love it so much. So did he ever watch the TV show Voyage of the Meme <laughs> 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 with Ben Affleck? Uh, good times. All right. So last segment we're going to do, uh, we asked the question, what's the best show on television right now? We got a bunch of responses on this. Oh, can I give you guys some intro music? Sure. Yeah. I, I need some, uh, I need yeah, some yeah. sweetness. Hit me with that sweetness. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a muting. Oh, no. Did the sweetness go away? Oh, there oh, it is. Oh, we're back. <laughs> this is the part of our show where wait, we wait, talk. Wait, wait, You're like rushing it. <laughs> do, it with like, do it with emotion and feel. Yeah, man. This is the part of our show where we talk about the best shows on TV. It could be anything. It could be anything. Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Plus. It's Prime. Or Or actual broadcast television, not cable. <laughs> well played. Can I just say something? 
I haven't watched like broadcast television shows in so long. I don't even know what's on. Oh, The Good Place. This is the first year that I think broadcast television has gotten shut out of um, the Emmys. The Emmys. I heard that too. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Not surprised. Except for the, The Good Place because that's the only good show I can think of right now on broadcast. That's- I, I don't know if it meant for every single category. I think it just meant for like best show. Okay. Because I think there's certain people who are nominated from like actual broadcast television. Okay. Does cable count as broadcast or no? No. Basic cable, maybe. H- like HBO? Like if you're on TBS, probably. I don't know. I honestly don't know the difference. Like there's like a difference between like TBS and HBO. You know what I mean? They're both not like. All right. Because I know. Uh, horrible Jon Snow got nominated for something. But not for Game of Thrones. No, for for Game of Thrones. He got nominated for a category. So that's why I think it was only Best Actual TV Show Award. There was no broadcast shows in there. HBO's not broadcast, I don't think. I think HBO, Showtime, all those, and then Netflix and all those are not broadcast. But I think like... Okay. I, when I thought of broadcast at first, I thought like NBC, CBS. Yeah, 2, 4, 5, 7, 9, 11... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Those guys. Yeah, those guys. And 11, come on. The, the only yeah, the, only the, you and... Uh, the, I don't watch 11. anything on it. Oh, I thought you watched The Vampire Diaries. The C, it's been over for years, dude. Come on. Oh. You're not you're not watching... You're not still watching um, The Vampire Diaries? Uh, not since it ended like three years ago, Chief. Wow. I'm Dude, I'm losing it, man. But I don't know about <laughs> TBS. I feel like if someone showed me a list of current TV shows, I'd be like, I don't know what any of these are, bro. I mean, unless you showed like Law and Order or something. TNT, would you consider that broadcast or cable? Turner Network Television? Yeah. Um, I don't yeah, know. It's, I, I don't mean, know. It's got, it's got pro wrestling. Why not? Yeah, we should just Google it, but it's more fun to speculate. Okay. All right. So here are some of what you guys think are the best TV shows right now. And... Uh, Amy Stereogram says The Mandalorian. So does Tommy. I really like The Mandalorian. I really like it too. Alex Jones says Rick and Morty. Right on, dude. Neato. (laughs) Neato What a terrific show. Um, Then we got Nikki C's and Blank Man both say Watchmen. I might agree with them. That might be my favorite show. Although it's not on TV anymore. But this was too... This is is a older question yeah yeah. that was a fantastic show it just ended last sunday it's not like it's that far off yeah that's phenomenal i loved it uh my boy big o says sports center nice nice (laughs) solid uh danny anderson says ancient aliens i also am a fan of those types of shows except that one guy in ancient aliens who's got the like the that guy's the best part he, he looks like it doesn't even look like he's got sunburn. It looks like he stood too close to like a, a nuclear explosion. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like I don't know how to describe it. It's like windburn. It's not even sunburn. It's the guy from the the aliens, Mimi. Yeah, <laughs> the Mimi. Uh, Big Dan DeLuca says Golden Girls. Weird and awesome and awesome because we have the books. Allison Arnone says Fleabag. Great and show. That is just that is it. That show is so freaking good. That is. I've never, like, the best way I could describe that show is, like, unique. Like, it feels like Fleabag and nothing else. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've never, like, it's hard to explain. It's just, Agreed. like, it's Agreed. got its own vibe, and I love it. I love everything about Fleabag. Uh, Derek says Succession, and it's not close. 
So I've heard a lot about Succession. I heard it's really, really good. I have I heard not the watched same it. Thing. I've also realized that uh, Macaulay Culkin's little brother Kieran's in it, and he's one of the main characters. Yeah. And that makes me kind of not want to watch it. But then wasn't he Fuller it. from Home Alone who wet the bed? I think this. He's got two brothers. They're both in movies. I can't remember which one's which. I think Kieran was in. I th- I think they might have both been in Home Alone. Actually, I don't know. That's a good fun fact. Someone will feedback loop it to us next week. I'm sure they were in uh, John Wick Five. <laughs> they were in John Wick Six. They were in two movies from now. <laughs> yes. Uh, Steve says AEW. Wow, first first person to choose wrestling is the best show on TV right now. I'm not gonna lie, I had no idea what AEW was, and I was trying so hard to figure it out this whole time, but I didn't want to Google it because it takes the fun out of it. Nice. I should have let you. Why didn't you take that one then and just guess? I don't know. I was like, say something, I, man. I was like American Excellence Warriors. I thought it was like some sort of well, like I would watch show. the hell out of that show. American Excellence Warriors. <laughs> it's actually uh, me and Eric's union. <laughs> oh, it's your union? Do you yeah, guys have chapstick? Yeah, we're in two different unions. A lot of chapstick. Um, your cousin Maria says, this is us and manifest. Wow. Wow. She has successfully batted a 0% tonight on this show. You're not happy with Maria's performance no. tonight, are you? Manifest was the worst pile of crap I've ever watched. Oh, man. I started the show. I watched like the first four or five episodes. It was terrible. It wanted to be lost. And it just didn't do And it. just did not even come close. It got canceled, didn't it? I believe so. Okay. So listen, Maria, you usually bat a thousand with us, so you're do you're you're doing great. Tonight Eric's not very happy with your performance. No. This is us. I do watch, but I also don't even put it anywhere near the top of the shows that I watch. You got there the people who like This Is Us love This Is Us. Yeah, but I like I watch it. I watch the show. Yeah. I, I've never seen it. I don't put it anywhere on any list of things I like. It seems too serious for me. Like it's I want very my- serious and emotional and sappy. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a sappy guy. My problem with that show is that the first time I ever saw it, they aired it after the Super Bowl, and it took the most feel good moment of my life and turned it into a <laughs> horror show. Yeah, a horror show. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry that happened to you, Jonesy. It was a horror show. <laughs> of horrors. <laughs> It was worse than like a doll coming to life. <laughs> so this show, uh, this next one is from Eric, and there is no doll that comes to life, so that's good. <laughs> the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, I would agree. It's one of the best. Yeah, that's it's pretty amazing. much my favorite show on television right now. It's, it just brings joy. It really does. It's just good. Yeah. Professor, Professor Charlie, I don't know if he's joking or not, but he says Judge Judy. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm good with that, too. Isaac says, Man in the High Castle, specifically season four. I have not watched season four yet. I haven't seen season four either, so I can't opine. Uh, the Good Doctor. And I actually quit. Heard- I don't quit many shows. I quit The Good Doctor. Is it like House? But like, but not good. Okay, so it's like a bad house. Yeah. Okay. The Masked Singer. That's a hard word for me to say. Masked. The Masked. Masked. How say do you Masked. Say it? it works better. The Masked Singer. The Masked hey? Singer. That's easy to say. It's easier. Masked. That's masked. Sucks. That's like texted. <laughs> I texted you in the mirror. So I watched The Masked Singer, but I. What did you watch? The Masked Singer, but I, I really, really, really don't like it. Yeah. How about The Musket Singer? That's a good one. It's like you sing, and if you suck, they shoot you. You, the have, to, you have to finish <laughs> the first, the first uh, verse and chorus of the song before, before the guy looking at you loads his musket and shoots you. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> 
Uh, and since muskets have terrible aim, you really have no, it's really literally hit or miss. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to figure out about the masked singer? Wait, Jones, can you appreciate my dad joke right there? Can we play that game live at the show? We do? Oh We're going to play the musket, musket singer. singer. Oh, no. Now I'm conflicted on what our episode name is going to be. Our episode name could either be Xavier Top Floor, named after the bot. <laughs> Xavier that keep- Top Floor 100. 100, who has been spamming our Instagram for weeks, or the Musket Singer. Oh, no. What do you think, Jones? What should we name the show? Blunderbuss Singer. Okay. Xavier Top Floor, Good Job 100. That would be the actual full title if we go that <laughs> Xavier Top Floor says, good job, 100. Good job, 100. (laughs) Have you guys seen The Masked Singer? Yes. The Musket Singer? Yeah. (laughs) No. So what happens is that there's some B-list celebrities that all wear these costumes, and they come out and they sing a song. Some are phenomenal. They're not all B-list. It's a wide range, but there's nobody that's like top-level superstar on this show, right? there's no like one. Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin? Aretha Franklin. There's no one on this show that's like, I'm a current pop star. I'm a major motion picture star. I'm So like Tay-Tay Swift isn't going to be on it. There's no one no, that's like at the top of their but game. But like last year you had like Antonio Brown was on it. You know, like that's a big, that's a big star. That's, I don't consider that a B guy at all. You're thinking A minus. A minus celebrities. No, I don't, I don't. Because there is. There's a range. Then you have like your Donny Osmonds. But like, yeah. and your T-Pains. Yeah. But like, you have, you know, your your big names too. Like a Jamie Foxx. Like that's, Hi- <laughs> that's a name that I don't think would ever show up on a show like that. You don't think Jaime Foxx will be on this show? No, I don't think so. I don't think like, and they, they it's so funny because the panel keeps guessing like these names that you're just like, that, that guy would never be on this show. <laughs> like, You'd be surprised, man. People, you know, celebrities, like, if they're going to get paid a couple hundred grand to, oh, is it actually a long thing? Is it one night or do they Oh, I don't know how long it takes No, it's a season. Oh, then that maybe not. Yeah. No, you're not going to get, like, people who have, like, a movie to shoot. They come out and sing. because they're shooting movies and stuff. They have, like, other stuff going on. They come out and sing songs wearing these crazy costumes, and you have to guess who's singing under that costume. How much do you think they get paid to do a whole season? Zero idea. I don't even want, I don't even know. Ten bucks? (laughs) <laughs> somewhere between 10 bucks and like 500,000 yeah uh, like I feel like it's a cheap show for them to make because they, range. they film the whole thing I'm sure on one shot most likely like they don't go week to week. week or like a weekend in yeah. a week yeah. I, I mean they probably it's probably a week long uh, I'm trying to figure out for the life of me what the panel is doing there like the panel is Robin Thicke Jenny McCarthy Ken Jong, and Nicole Scherzinger right they're not judges, right? They're not. There's no competition where they're trying to guess who the person under the mask is. They're they're just there just to lend their own voice to it. Like I don't get like the format of the show at all. But you watch it. Yeah, I watch it. I mean, because it, it's kind of fun to. It's fun for me and Terry and my roommate to be like, "Oh, who's under the mask? Oh, it's got to be you know like it, it's clearly a female voice." And I'm like, "It's Peyton Manning. It's got to be Peyton Manning. <laughs> it has to be. It can be. It couldn't be anybody else." So I'm just gonna throw this out there. It sounds like you like the show. I, I like ripping on it. Like I, 
And uh, yeah, but just because watch you watch something and like could enjoy the moment it's on doesn't mean it's a doesn't make it a great show. No, no, but it also doesn't. You probably can't put it in the hate show. I watch hate. dumb stuff. I watch dumb stuff too. That yep. I wouldn't recommend anybody else watch, but it might. I might enjoy it for a little. I'm with you on that. All right. They they do have like some some of the covers that they've had where the they come out and they sing it in like a little bit of a different style. Some of those have been really cool. What so, would you rather watch, the Masked Singer? Or the musket singer? Musket all the way. I mean, you could watch people get shot on the air like every week. Did I ever send you the YouTube video? But a musket. I feel like a musket won't even hurt these days. Remember the MIA song, uh, Paper Planes? Yes. You know in the the middle when it does like the gun load? Did I ever send you the YouTube video where every time that happens, it's a musket load? And it takes like 15 minutes. And the song's like 36. The YouTube video is like 36 minutes long. And every time that part... Watch everyone out there. Watch this if you haven't. Um, And every time it it flashes to a guy, like a video of an old video of a guy from back in the day doing the whole routine of loading the musket. And then sometimes it's like pop, 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 pop. So it's four times in a row you have to watch that entire load scene and firing of the musket. Dude, it's amazing. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. I want a musket now. <laughs> and then Isaac also said, this is us. So you're a jerk. Um, Dorney said, uh, F, that's delicious. That's Action Bronson's cooking show. I didn't know this existed. And it's awesome. Is it on TV or the interwebs? It's on Vice, I think. I watch everything on a fire sticks, man. So I don't know what anything's really on. What chat, like what, when you go on the fire stick, where do you like? I oh, can't really tell you that. Oh, uh-uh. <laughs> Oh, by the way, you have to hack my Fire Stick. Yeah, I'm going to do it today. I told you if you can get your kids off the TV. It's on Viceland. That's the channel. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. That was our show because we skipped some segments, but how did we, we skipped do? Skipped a segment. That wasn't even two, a lot. Two. We skipped the what are you wearing segment. I deleted that. that the, delete and skip are kind of no the same. No way. It wasn't even on the notes just before the show starts. It doesn't count. Uh, agree to disagree. How many minutes did we do? 140. One. Wow, wow. You guys got a long episode tonight. I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty, uh, oh, hey, ooh. Yeah, this is nice. I can get used to this. Oh, yeah. All right, so listen, um, it is, it's that time of year. Every time. Daylight come and me one go home. Wow, that was a really good harmony. Did you like that harmonode? Harmonode? Did you like that (laughs) harmonode? I wanted to say Harmony Jones, but like I wanted to do it as fast as possible. So I said, do you like that Harmony? <laughs> All right, let's just cut this. We're going off the rails. All right, so uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, everything. Uh, happy New Year, but we'll probably see you before then, right? Definitely. Okay, so I'm not going to wish you that yet. No, we're going to do a New Year's episode. We're going to do a New Year's episode. From the gymnasium. <laughs> Thank you all for being a part of tonight's show. I hope we didn't cut off Jones too much when he tried to speak. Yeah, um, we appreciate you. We appreciate Jones. Let us know if you'd come see a live show if we were to do one. Let us know if um, you'd rather Jones just do the whole show by himself (laughs) and uh, me and Eric will just watch. Um, We love you. And we'll see you next week. Oh, no, no. Hang on. There's one more thing. What? This is the part of our show where we say goodbye to you. Oh, yeah. Nice. Well done. Well, all right. We appreciate you. Bye. Peace.